Hello and welcome to the HRD Live podcast, live on site at the HRD Summit UK 2020, where I'm joined by Dr. Laura Hamill, Limeade Chief People Officer and Chief Science Officer of the Limeade Institute. Now that's quite a title you've got there. What's, what's the background behind yeah, that? It is. It's quite a title. It's actually really by design that we thought that having both of these roles would be important to our organization. So you can think of the chief people officer as the head of the human resources function, of course, mm-hmm. right? But with the chief science officer title, I'm the head of Limeade Institute, and Limeade Institute does research on the topics of employee engagement, well-being, inclusion, and culture. And so what we do with that is we share that with our customers, we share that with the market, and we really try to help them see how they can be better places to work, right? How they can really focus on being better at um, caring about people. And so what we knew is that if we're telling everybody else how to do it, we better be doing it ourselves. We really wanted that to be reflected internally. We wanted there to be integrity with what we say and what we actually do with our own employees. So that's my design, that I have both of those roles. It's a lot, but it's really exciting. Um, You know, again, it's one thing to study it. It's a whole other thing to see it affect real human beings. To make it happen, to walk the walk, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose having that research function hugely empowers your people function yeah. massively. Yeah, I'm an organizational psychologist, so psychology applied to work. Right. And so I just feel so lucky that I get to study this, right? Like, how do you make work better? And yeah. then how to try to do that for human beings that I care about, that I work with every day, too. Of course. You know? So speaking of care, yes. I know one thing that's really important to you at Lime yeah. is, is care, and particularly the science of care, the science behind it. But how, how do you define care? Mm-hmm especially in the workplace, and why is it so important? Yeah, it's kind of neat, isn't it, that we're starting to see words like care being used. You hear Mm. kindness and care and love at work. It's such a change. (laughs) And to me, it's really refreshing that we're saying these more human words (laughs) at work. Um, What care is really about is about supporting people and valuing them in in the easiest terms. That's what it really is about. Um, There's actually a ton of science though that's underneath that. So that's the word we use on top is care. But actually there's this whole really deep academic literature called organizational support theory. And it goes on and on. There's been tons of studies that really show that when organizations authentically show that they care about their employees, they get better results. Mm. So we did a research study in Limeade Institute recently that found that higher levels of care were related to higher levels of well-being, higher levels of engagement, higher levels of inclusion. They were also negatively related with stress and burnout. Mm. And then one of the things that, uh, some of the outcomes that we found is that higher levels of care were related to recommending your company as a great place to work and intentions to stay. In fact, they're recommending your company as a great place to work. Those people who had low levels of care compared to those people who had high levels of care was 10 times different. Those those, um, who were recommending their company as great places to work were 10 times higher than those, um, that lower group. So it was really pretty encouraging to see that care seems to have a relationship with things you might expect it to have a relationship with, but yeah. also outcomes that organizations care about. Because that's a tremendous difference yes. at <laughs> 10 yeah. times. But so how can organizations then go about showing more care? Yeah. How, how, does, how does that work? Because I'm sure a lot of businesses think, okay, well, that's wonderful. Right. Care sounds great. Yeah. How, how on yeah. earth do I show care in yeah. that way as a business? And I think it's... There's a lot of different ways, actually. And that's, I think, what's kind of exciting about it to me is there's not just one path to it. There's a lot of different examples. We use this term called elements of care. 
And so okay. there's all different kinds of ways you can think about showing your employees you can care. Some companies need to start at the basics, right, around fair pay or making sure that their physical safety of their employees is, is okay, right? That they don't get hurt on the job. <laughs> right. Um, that'd be a start. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a good start. <laughs> um, benefits, making sure that the benefits are, you know, good benefits packages. But as you get more and more maybe sophisticated around care, there's higher levels of care. So you can start to think about how do you help your employees grow, right? Right. Growing them and helping them really find their path is a really great way to show you care. And maybe at the highest level, purpose. Thinking about meaning and purpose and how people start discovering that for themselves and how they can actually make that play out in their work and organizations. Of course. I think one challenge that a lot of HR leaders face is demonstrating the value that kind of thing. Because I think a huge amount of people, the kind of people are at this summit now, mm -hmm. are people who can really see the value in what you're talking about. Yeah. You need to demonstrate that value to the wider business. Yeah. How yeah. might they go about doing Completely. that? Completely. You know, it's There's, a big hurdle. It is a big hurdle. I call, there are people I think we all work with who I call care naysayers. You said they're sort of the people who are like, oh, come on, right? Come on, yeah. You work to get a paycheck. That's exactly. There's this mindset of kind of like there's a way we do things, and that's there's a reason that's Completely. the way we do things. Completely. There's a strange circular mindset. It's it know. is, and it's very outdated, right? It's based on an old model of work, mm. and work has changed substantially from when we were working in factories to just you know create widgets, and that's the only job anybody had. Yeah, it's yeah. not as repetitive. It requires a lot more creativity and innovation. So. I think HR really has to be thinking about how do we keep up with that change and really start modifying. So how do we do that? How do we actually um, do that? There's some really simple things that you can do in employee engagement surveys. You can ask some questions about care. You can ask some questions. If that feels like it's too crazy and progressive, <laughs> you can ask some questions about support. Like, do you feel supported by your organization? Right, do you feel supported right. by your manager? Um, do you feel like so they're looking out for you? There's a lot of ways to ask it, um, and I just that's one of the easiest things that companies can do. Another thing, and this is this is um, a little bit more anecdotal, but you could just start asking your manager, teaching your managers to start asking their employees, "How are you doing?" Just start to just simply care and ask, "How are you?" Um, what well, we've done that at Limeade and instituted that in our one-on-ones, and just have the first question, the first part of our conversation in our one-on-one -on -one be, how are you doing? You know, and it's such an easy thing. Yes. It's so basic, but it <coughs> says a lot that like, you matter to me and I care mm. about what's happening for you and I want to support you, right? And so there's a lot of things you can do that are easy, but start to change the kind of dynamic, that it's not adversarial, you know, that it's right, not, right. we're trying to, you know, we're not in this adversarial relationship as an employer and employee. Of course. It seems almost like there's, you talk about this outdated mode of thinking, it seems like there's some kind of fundamental issue here yeah. around how work is run, is, is run. Do you think there is some kind of fundamental misunderstanding about yes. work now that businesses need to face up to? I really do. And it's back to what I was saying before, I really think it's this construct that we have bought into that the only reason why people work is money, which yep. money of course matters, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of other reasons why people work and things that they can get from work. It's assuming that we're in this kind of contract and, you're, and we're both trying to screw each other over, right? <laughs> and versus like we're working together to get some really important shared goal achieved, right? So there are all of these assumptions about how work has to be 
that really don't fit at all with what the work actually is, right? Because so much more of our work requires judgment or creativity or innovation or, you know, really things that aren't cut and dry or, you know, factory line yeah. kinds of work. And so I really believe that we have outdated models um, of what human resources is. And we need to change those models to keep up with how much the work has really changed. And what I think is cool about it is that we are getting a lot of pressure. And we, you know, I definitely am not a millennial basher or anything <laughs> like that. I just think millennials are forcing us to really rethink some of the ways we right. do work. And I think it's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. And it's pretty courageous that millennials will just walk away from bad work, right? They won't put up with it like yeah. people in my generation did. And I think that's amazing. And it's it's been a forcing factor, I think, for a lot of organizations to say, uh-oh, if we want to keep people yeah. here, we need to change our approach. And Luckily, not you know. In the beginning, when that happened, people were doing kind of silly benefits things, like you know, pet insurance and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And now we're, I think, past that. But it's like it's a lot more about the fundamentals of work. Mm. It's a lot more about showing people in consistent ways throughout the whole people, what I call the people system, yeah. that you care about them and that they matter. And I'm I'm excited to see that a lot of organizations are are doing that. Fantastic. I think lastly, yeah. there's so much here, so much like big revolutionary change taking place, but I can imagine there's probably a lot of HR leaders and business leaders listening to this thinking like, I really want to get this off the ground, but I have the faintest yeah. idea of how to get going. What would maybe be your top tip to, to get that change going, just to get it off the ground? I would recommend that HR leaders take a step back and they really evaluate their people practices. Like, Just take a look at all the things you do. And think about, are these really working for us? Mm. Are they helping us get better? Or are they just the things we've always done because we've all, always done them, right? Just that, <laughs> that inertia of that that's the way we do things around here versus this is what's really helping us be successful. Mm. So I'd encourage them to really think about the people practices and evaluate them against this idea of care. Mm. Because if you look at that and say, are we making people better? Are we making people feel more capable? Are we supporting people in this? And if the answer is no, I really encourage you to think about doing something a little bit different. Um, you can also, we have a worksheet on limeade.com slash elements of care, where you can go and look at a whole bunch of different ways that organizations can show that they care, and you can compare your practices against that. Mm. And think about, you know, what are some ways we can make some changes? Fantastic. Make sure you check that out, guys. That's limeade.com forward slash elements of care. Yes. Take a look, and thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Yes, thank you. On the podcast. I really appreciate Very it. Hopefully fun. we can have you back again soon. I love it. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening, everyone.